Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Our job when fans can't get to the ballpark is to show them everything the ballpark has to offer. That's our. That's really our job. That's literally our job is to convey the game to people who can't come to the game or don't want to come to the game or whatever it is, or casual. And when we're not at the ballpark, we get everything that everybody is seeing who's not at the ballpark. And that's it. So we can't ever be ahead. We can't ever have a feeling that we're seeing something that the audience isn't seeing. So all it does is drag us all back into average instead of allow us to stand out when we're really good at the job. So that's hard. That's hard on the audience, and and they may or may not realize it at points. Like I mentioned in the Greenberg piece, the Billy Hamilton play from in Cleveland, I thought at the back end of the play, you know, my energy was good and I sold it well, but I didn't know he was coming home. Mully Ed Hall, Chicago Sports Radio six seven to the score. That was Jason Benetti on with Lawrence Holmes describing the difficulty of calling play by play remotely. And uh, we are delighted to welcome in Phil Rosenthal, Tribune Sports, and a man that we've both worked with and uh, and respect and hold dear to our hearts. And always a joy to talk to Phil on the Scores Hotline. Good morning, Phil. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? You know, I, I didn't even pick up, to be honest with you, all, I got so used to cardboard people that cardboard announcers didn't bother me either. I just got used to watching sports <laughs> through all this. And then yesterday I'm watching the game and Stoney's talking about a conversation he had with Tony LaRussa because now things are open and you're allowed to go down and he's talking to people. And I thought, my God, what was it like for him going through that? Now he's forgotten more baseball and he, he's an unbelievable broadcaster. But that hurts not being able to talk to the people you're covering and, and get your questions answered. Oh, there have been all kinds of limitations because of this. And, you know, in some ways it's been heroic that they've been able to manage it. I mean, you played the Jason Benetti clip. No one's been done a better job, maybe anywhere, um, broadcasting remotely than Jason Benetti. And I don't just mean for, for NBC Sports Chicago. I mean, it's stuff for ESPN and so on. But, but yeah, there's a lot that gets lost when you have these limitations and you know, everything else is opening up. It seems like this is one of them. And, and you know, 
getting Steve Stone down on the field so he can have a you know face to face conversation with Tony Larusa? You know that's that's a big one right there. Okay, Phil, but let me ask you this: Is this something that media guys like ourselves talk about, or is this something that you know when Jason says is is it hard on the audience? How hard it is on the audience? Is it hard on the audience? Do we think that? that they're missing out? Do they know what they're missing? Because at some point it becomes a math problem. Do, do you, you know, are entities, are broadcast uh, stations going to want to travel and spend the money to send the broadcasters to get that benefit of being there, which we all understand, but is it worthwhile if the fan doesn't realize what he's missing? I think it is. And, I, and I'll tell you what, you know, I think it flattens out the, the, the broadcast, whether it's TV or radio. Um, he talks about it being average. You know, part of what makes uh, a broadcast interesting is that that extra pu- uh, push, you know, that extra oomph that you get when when the announcer can actually anticipate what's going to happen. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there are people out there, uh, and I've heard from some of them saying, well, who cares, you know? Um, I think there is an unconscious, subconscious part of this that that you may not know what you're not getting, but it's, it's you know, that much less exciting, that much less engrossing, that much less interesting. And, and ultimately, you know, the longer you keep this up, um, you know, people just aren't, aren't as interested in it. Um, and they, the, you know, they won't even know why they're walking away, but they will. And I, and I just think that, you know, your, your obligation in these cases, you know, there's all this talk about, well, see the cool graphic we have now that shows the pitches or, you know, the guys at marquee, wow, we got Megalodon, you know, we got this camera that's semi-focused. That's really exciting. You know, stick to the main product. The product is the broadcast. That's that is so true. That drives me crazy when they're showing the the the, uh, the weird camera thing. Um, so help us out here, Phil. We're talking about baseball. Like I, I mean, I'm I'm I know I'm an outlier. I'm doing a morning show, but I'm watching the Sox game last night, and it just goes on and on and on. And I'm thinking to myself, it was a great game and really exciting, and you couldn't turn it off. But I'm thinking to myself. What if what happens when the umpire starts going out eight times a game to check the pitcher? You know how how yeah, long will that up. take? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. We're trying <laughs> to shorten games, and now we're going to have 16 trips to the mound. Yeah, but you know, look at the bright side. They'll probably come up with a sponsor for each of those. Pitches, you know? <laughs> this search, you know, brought, yeah. to by, brought to you by you know such and such detergent. You want to stay clean, keep it with you know whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, you know, brought to you by the TSA. We find, you know, what you're trying to hide. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I think there are, there are some things that need to be done. And some of those things they've done, I think, are wacky. But, I, you know, I'm I'm willing to experiment. I, I think, uh, I think you know, will the threat be enough to change things? And, and boy, I, I, you know, will we'll a bunch of, uh, you know, putting the ball in play will speed games up. So maybe it's a balancing act. I don't know. You know, Phil, I think this plea for all broadcasters to travel, I, I understand it and I respect it. I wonder who it's directed toward because MLB as an entity 
that's not really applicable here because, I mean, the White Sox are a team in compliance. They could, I think, travel the broadcasters if they chose to, if the respective operations chose to, and I even think the radio team is. The Cubs, the radio team is, the, yeah. the, the Cubs aren't at 85% compliance as a team. So I don't think that they can travel the broadcast crew, whether it's radio or the marquee guys, until that happens. And I don't know if the broadcast issues have anything to do with the Cubs, you know, mm. getting to an 85% compliance rate. I think they could, I, you know, I, first of all, where there's a will is a way. If they need to get those guys places, they'll get them there, whether it's the team charter or something else. I, I truly believe that. Secondly, I think the pressure comes. I think Major League Baseball and the teams are into it because are responsible because I think they have to put the pressure on their on their partners to do this. And I don't just mean the local announcers. I mean the national guys. You know, ESPN has been putting Vasquezian and A Rod on the road until July fourth. Um, well, good thing they're going to get out there and and whatever you think of them, being remote has not made them better. We know that. Um, <laughs> True. I would just say, I would just say, well, I don't understand that holdup. But with regard to the eighty-five percent, I, I think is, as I say, I get that that's a problem. I think there has to be a solution, to, uh, some way to get them there. And again, maybe you, you you send back the 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 megalodon, you cut the lease, and take your you know, and say, hey, we can't be renting this the rest of the season. We need to fly our people to this. You know, you get more of the memory pills and you say, well, you know, look, we need a little more money for this. Or you get, you know, wheels up to sponsor, uh, you know, something to get them to game to game. All I'm saying is it should be a priority and that it isn't tells you something that, that you know, I'm not sure they're trying to, if it's all about saving money, I'm sure there's some of that. Um, but, but, you know, I was on a, I, I left a Sox game the other day and wound up in a red line car. And if you want to test your faith in the vaccine, that's the way to do it, man. Because, you know, you, you really, you really don't have a lot of choice there. So I, I, I sort of feel like, you know, fully vaxxed, uh, uh, announcers and get them out there. And, and, you know, it seems like they want to do it, but again, is, is there pressure on, okay, so the Sox, for instance, if the radio broadcasters are traveling, is there pressure on uh, NBC Sports Chicago to get the TV guys out there? Does Marquis want to send their people on the road? I, I just think that there is an uncertainty to the answer to that question. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, you know, because these organizations talk about how much they care about what they're doing and how, how, uh, you know, how important it is to do the best. I mean, remember that whole thing Marquis went through last year with the, the ties on the announcers? We're trying to do a first-rate operation. You can't do one in a, in a polo shirt. Um, we got past that. <laughs> but the idea that they want to do the best possible uh, broadcast, that hasn't changed. And I don't see how you do it from a distance. And I don't know whether that's that they've, you know, they invested in these remote systems and they need to get a certain amount of money out of it or, or what. But if you care, get them out to the ballpark. Phil, you if- know, nobody, nobody does a better job from a distance. And, and things like the, the, the Javi Bias play in, in, uh, right. Right. where Contreras scored in Pittsburgh. You know, <laughs> Book Shelby was as surprised as any of us that Contreras was coming around to score. Right. And, and, and it, been, it was a good call, could have been a great call. 
I mean, for the ages, had we known what was going on. As a result, it, it, he, he did the best he could. If you buy into the idea that viewers benefit from the presence of their broadcasters, then I think you're going to also buy into the aspect that that readers or fans will benefit from access being improved or restored to the way that it used to be uh, in in the old days pre-pandemic. I don't know if that's going to happen, Phil. I don't know if this restricted access that we have experienced in the age of Zoom because of because of the pandemic is. Will teams, do you think, ever open up their locker rooms and clubhouses to the media in a way that they did before, or is this the, is this the new normal? I want to say yes, things will go back, but I, I have my doubts. I think, I think that, that teams have enjoyed uh, the control of this. Um, I think it will not be as restrictive as it's been in the, in the, uh, uh, you know, in, in the uh, Zoom era. As we look back on it, uh, and, I, and I hope we look pretty far back on it, uh, in that you know you only had three people and or you know two people and you got them and you, that was it and everybody got everybody at the same time. I do think there may be. I I think you know leagues and 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 sports organizations are reexamining this. Uh, I mean, you know, look what's happening in tennis. Uh, there's a whole debate going on. I think in the end. Um, it will not be as, uh, quite the same. And I, I do think the reporting will suffer, but it suffers on an end that they're going to, they may not realize the price that gets paid in that. I think, you know, I don't know if you listen to the new podcast from uh, Len Casper and Jason, uh, Socks Degrees, and they had Rick Hahn on, and Rick Hahn was talking about his, one of his pet peeves, and it's when an announcer goes off. Uh, and start talking about what the thought process was on something or, you know, but the team, well, what fosters that, that kind of speculation and and maybe trying to to piece together something without really knowing it is not being able to talk to the principles or, or around the principles. And, and, and I think, you know, there is a transition that may be happening in sports writing. It's happened a little bit anyway, uh, where, it's less about reporting and more about reviewing that they treat it everything like, you know, and people will say, well, why do you need to talk to these athletes? You don't talk to Bruce Springsteen at the end of a concert, but the truth is you review concerts differently than you report baseball. And if you, or any other sport, and if you don't have the person to talk to, then it goes back to this idea of whatever I think in my head, I'm going to have, I'm going to write. And that is that is a different kind of, of reporting. It it it's it, there's more friction involved. People are going to say, "Well, wait a minute, that's not fair. That's not what you know." But it becomes more of a column and an opinion piece and an analysis than an actual game story. And and mm-hmm. and as I say, I think there's a tra- transition toward this anyway for a lot of reasons. Uh, but. But that is going to – if you don't have the access to the people, that is part of the price you're going to pay. Their, what their view is, their opinion, their voice will end up having to come out via Twitter after the fact and, and in response to what's out there. And I'm not sure they're going to like that that much. It's a great point. Phil, thanks a ton. Great catching up with you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Phil. Always a pleasure. That is Phil Rosenthal from the Chicago Tribune. That's uh, that's a really interesting point he made there at the end. It is, yeah. it's, and that's reality. You know, yeah. it, when uh, when you leave 
observers to their own devices. <laughs> they're going to you limit what they have access to. They're going to fill that gap and void with opinion. And they might tell old stories that they remember of Kevin Durant uh, saying something. They might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Molly and Haw the score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.